0: It's This Week in Bourbon, where even you can call yourself a master distiller. And here's your headlines for May 19th, 2023. Justin's House of Bourbon has had all the charges in Washington, D.C. dropped against them. Log Still Distillery launches their own single barrel program. And Jim Beam enters the single malt category with Clermont Steep. But before we get started, here's a quick word from our partners. It's crafted locally in Lexington, Kentucky, and you can get your bottle now at whiskeyambitions.com. You can order online at Sealbox or thebourbonconcierge.com, and you can even purchase in person at Revival Vintage Spirits, and even now with very few select stores in Kentucky. You can get it now while you can, but be sure to do it because it's not going to last long. Do you ever pour yourself a bourbon, swirl it around, and then start struggling to come up with tasting notes? And perhaps you're also looking for a good Father's Day gift idea. Well, you can now solve both with a kit from Nose Your Bourbon. And unlike other nosing kits on the market, Nose Your Bourbon kits feature real ingredients for the most authentic aromas. You can smell real Tahitian vanilla bean instead of some synthetic aroma that's just made from chemicals. So head on over to noseyourbourbon.com and enter code BP10 for 10% off your order. Welcome back, everybody. It's This Weekend Bourbon. Where we have one master distiller and maybe give me five days in Moonshine University. We're going to be the only team with two. We're going to make it happen. Yep. All you got to do is five days and then, you know, take a whiff in the fermenter or <laughs> have, have Nick at BBC let you push a button and, uh, you know, turn a dial, taste it off, whatever it is, take taste some white dog off of it. And then all of a sudden you're, uh, you know, the next newest master distiller I mean it seems like a good recipe for success it's like we've got our our liquid advisors there we got we're gonna have four master distillers on the team I mean why not right i mean it's just a it's a it's a perfect thing for marketing so I'm looking forward to doing that having four liquid advisors two former master tasters master distillers and one master blender with a five-day certificate master builder <laughs> will create the united expression that you need that's never been done before, and it's off-limits. Exactly. it's <laughs> It puts it in turbo mode is what that sounds like. <laughs> that's right. Well, um, I'm trying to think, do you have any kind of stuff upcoming you want to announce? I, I can't really think about it. We should have done a little pre-work before we did this. I was looking at my bullet points, and I was like, well, don't really have anything to to talk about. Unless you want to give an update from the, the, the fundraiser as well. Yeah. So we announced the fundraiser, uh, winners on Monday. It's, it's amazing how much money we raised. Once again, grateful to everyone. Um, 151,500, I think was raised. So, so grateful for everyone. The prizes it's, it's pretty insane that you could buy a $50 raffle and, uh, have a whole entire barrel pick i know from from, or a king of kentucky and so uh it was but but it was cool you know i i saw that there was 10 donors that donated a thousand a piece which is pretty cool awesome i won't name them but uh and then there was probably like ish or so that donated more than 500 so but a lot of 50 to 100 dollars. so it's like a lot of you know good chances to and i was kind of nervous about going this whole raffle route um And I think the people that donated the stuff too were, were too, but I think the raffle just allowed it to make it more scalable and, uh, very happy with how it turned out. Very grateful. So it was very cool. Um, yeah, I don't have anything coming up. Like even Tiffany was asking me, she's like, we don't have any events coming up planned. Like, do we need to plan some in July? And I'm like, I'm like bourbon season's over. It's now tequila and high noons. And so, (laughs) and so, yeah, I don't have anything really we got, bottling now i think in august so it's just now working on some stuff and getting the blends ready for august yeah got some single barrels i'm going through and picking so that's fun oh yeah i will want to talk to you after that too i got some ideas i'll I'll throw by you for some pursuit palooza surprises we might throw in there well we got that coming up yes that's a big bourbon event yes that Uh, and i will announce i will be in new mexico on june 1st i'm going to be in albuquerque probably running around a few liquor stores, popping in, signing bottles. Uh, I'll be working with the Albuquerque Whiskey Society. I believe it's Albuquerque yeah, Albuquerque Bourbon Society. Uh, whichever one, I'm sorry. I, I probably screwed that up. Sorry about my friends over there in New Mexico. Whether it's whiskey or bourbon, I'm going to be there looking forward to it and be able to uh, do a presentation with all of them. But like I said, I'll be around there. So hopefully uh, you might see me running around, popping in Total Wine, signing bottles and darting out or something like that. That's awesome. I'll be in uh, I'll be in Venice doing bourbon signings from a boat, you know, <laughs> on the on a gondola. So, God, taking, it's a taking the family. That's right, taking wife and the family. 40th, her fortieth birth, It's a big one, so we'll be in celebrating in Italy. I'm excited for that, and we, you know, we've both been grinding like really hard since like last. I don't know, probably five years ago. So it just seemed <laughs> it I'm excited to take uh, a full week off. with the yeah. the family and just focus on them because we've been really running, burning the midnight oil, as they say. I don't, don't disagree with you there. That's what I'm kind of really looking forward to taking a few days to disconnect myself. But I'm always thankful to have people that are in our Patreon community and people that send us messages and like, yeah, make sure you take time for yourselves and your family because uh, burnout will happen, but. We're, we at least see some light and we're, that's what we're continuing to chase after. So thank you everybody for the support and everything like that out there. So uh, keep going by bottles of United. That's what, that's what keeps us going. Yes. That's what keeps us burning the midnight oil. Gives us more fuel so we can keep, <laughs> keep burning more and more oil. Keep burning more in the hole. Keep. And so. Yeah. Keep fanning the flames as they say. <laughs> yep. All right. Let's go ahead. Let's start diving with some bourbon news. So the Michelin Guide U.S. has named Beam Suntory-owned Basil Hayden Bourbon as its official American whiskey partner to engage consumers who consider the guide, quote, out of reach. The partnership will begin with an immersive tasting garden being exhibited at food festivals across the U.S. The pop-up kicks off in June and will feature a diner-inspired exterior that gives way to surprise cocktail bars serving Basil Hayden craft cocktails paired with Michelin-inspired small bites. In addition to the pop-ups, Basil Hayden will serve as an official partner of the 2023 Michelin Guide Ceremonies and will present the Michelin Exceptional Cocktails Award. The partnership is also set to include a series of initiatives, including the sweepstakes, where one winner will be offered a Michelin Star Weekend, including fine dining and luxury accommodations. Mm, interesting. So will be some Basil Hayden RTDs that you'll have yep. at these things. You get that and a brand new set of tires. I know it is strange. Like, why does Michelin like? I don't know the history of it. It's like, why? Why did the Marshmallow Man get to decide that <laughs> the best restaurants like, in the world? These are the best restaurants in the world. I don't know. I don't know the history of it. Yeah, I don't it's know. fascinating. The, the rubber pipeline somehow just intersects with culinary arts, and for some reason. People pay attention to it. You're right. It is a it is a kind of funny history how that happened. But like I said, it- I mean, hell, we have Ascot awards in you know, in ours, so I mean I'm just kidding for it. Swoom. Oh I don't I, I like poking fun at Fred. Yeah, I, he's, he's he's a good buddy. Yeah, yeah. He can take it though. He loves it. He does love it. He loves the attention, good or bad. <laughs> All right, so here was our first headline. And that's a Justin's House of Bourbon, which you remember that had the quote in the headline said it was raided in January in Kentucky in Washington, D.C. Well, they have admitted to two violations on alcohol regulations in D.C. and agreed to pay some fines. According to an order approved on May 10th by the D.C. Alcoholic Beverage Control Board, Justin's House of Bourbon will pay a $1,500 fine for failure to keep and maintain books and records on premises and will pay another $1,500 fine for interfering with an investigation by failing to produce documents within 48 hours. The settlement also dismissed two charges for misuse of an off-premise storage facility and for illegally transporting alcoholic beverages within the district, according to the order. The compromise came just as the DC Alcohol Board was scheduled to have a show-cause hearing over the potential violation stemming from the January raid that found hundreds of potentially illegally transported bottles of bourbon. However, in an interview with Whiskey Advocate, both the Justins were on there, and Justin Sloan said, The case report alleged the possibility of counterfeit bottles in counterfeit operation because of the quantities of the allocated items we had. This comes out to not be true. The bottles passed federal inspection and are cleared for commerce. All the channels we used were proper and in accordance with federal and Washington, D.C. regulations. We purchased the bottles from a reputable company overseas. We brought them in through TTB Cola processes and through customs, which is all completely legal. Well, justice is served. But the the, the bad thing is, is, you know, the, the initial report is what still people think of. And they don't they they, they don't hear this that the back end. So I hope this like Alleviates concerns about you know doing business and transactions with Justin's because it is a great, they're great people, great facility, not a facility but great uh, business, you know, reputable, trustworthy, and whatnot. And so uh, I'm I'm just still saddened that you know they had to go through all this because it's it was pretty much useless. It was pointless. It was there is like I said. There, please, if you're if you're interested in reading more about this, go check out the Whiskey Advocate article. It really. Clears a lot of the the speculations that were out there because they talked about you know all in because a lot of this came out by uh, in the Kentucky.com or WKYT whichever it was it was Janet Patton was the the author and a lot of it was pretty damaging in regards of mm-hmm. what she accused them of or what she was able to pull from a particular uh, report. However, it's like you know there was all this talk of you know even like Sazrak was quoting about all the Blantons that would be potentially counterfeit. And in there, they're going like, why the hell would you be counterfeiting Blantons? Like you you can't get that bottle. It's impossible to go and and redo it the way that they do it. Plus to go and rebuy a bunch of old Blantons bottles and refill them. Like, no, that, that wasn't a possibility. The, that all stemmed from, because they literally had so many bottles of Blantons and Weller that they just were like holy crap is is this really uh, all authentic and yes it was that's they they literally have that many bottles sitting around yeah it's a shame and i this is where i just got to shut up and move on to the next topic <laughs> cuz i'm there's so many things going on behind the scenes that i just like want to expose and can't stand about some people in this industry so but i can't so uh anyways uh glad the Justin's got cleared it's well deserved and uh, i'm glad justice well i guess is it justice well but they, <laughs> they have their so dc has been completely cleared they are still awaiting everything from the kentucky side so kentucky abc mm-hmm. apparently is still taking some time to figure out their thing but <laughs> it's funny after all this all the all this rigmarole war three thousand dollars in fines that's it like okay i know we got we, we've, <laughs> we've, we've we've paid, paid, paid worse, worse. <laughs> <laughs> i was like i was like we should we should come out we should need, we need some bad press to put us on the front page like we're the bad boys of bourbon or something like that i know i accidentally like packed a bottle in my bag and somebody looked saw it and said can i try and i said yeah and then next thing i know i'm fine for two thousand dollars i'm like what the hell <laughs> Who turned me in for this? Yeah, we the things we don't know until you know, but I know it's, there's, there's too many rules and regulations. It's hard to keep them all up straight. But just ask for forgiveness. Well, well, let's go ahead and keep going on here. So let's go. Log still distillery. They're of course family run distillery founded by Wally Dant and cousins Lynn and Charles Dant. Which you may remember Wally being on the episode and our podcast before. They're announcing the launch of their single barrel selection program. This experience embodies the distillery's deep-rooted commitment to the community while inviting visitors to partake in personal bourbon journeys. The single barrel selection program includes a private distillery tour and a guided tasting of multiple single barrel selections, including Monk's Road Bourbon and Rattle and Snap Tennessee whiskeys. Guests will also enjoy small bites and cocktails prepared by the distillery's culinary team, and each visitor's selected barrel will be marked with a customized bottle label, making the occasion deeply personal and memorable. The Single Barrel Selection Program is available upon request, and so to learn more or schedule a visit, please go to logstilldistillery.com. I know people want Kentucky bourbon, but don't sleep on that rattlesnap Tennessee bourbon, that stuff. So it's good. It's pretty good. We may know where it comes from. <laughs> we, but, uh, we we may have, you know, I don't know, part of it in our own repertoire, <laughs> so who knows? Yeah, but uh, yeah, this is exciting. I love, Wally's a good, good dude, and- lock still and everything's around where my family's from. So it's very exciting what he's done for that community. So, yeah, yeah. I am I am I would, if I had the opportunity, I, the, those rattled snaps, I'd, I'd be all over that. So I'm kind of, it's kind of crazy that it just now they did a single barrel program. I would have thought they would have had this been kind of going all the way along, but um, I, I guess it takes a while to kind of, well, a probably have enough barrels to be able to satisfy to be able to do this sort of demand. But yeah, I'm, I'm glad to see this kind of moving along because this is one of those things that it speaks really well to the whiskey geek. And if you want to get in there and get a barrel pick, I'm, I'm sure it's going to be – I'm not going to say it's easy, but at least there's an opportunity. So, if you are always getting mad because you're getting shunned out of all the other big distilleries, well, here's an opportunity to get some good Kentucky whiskey as well. And Tennessee. And Tennessee. Yep. yep. It, and they're probably just waiting. They've been doing a ton of construction – Finishing up and polishing everything, but it's a incredible facility in a beautiful part of the country. It's right down the road for the Cecils for from, So <laughs> if, that, if that's another, uh, that probably is a, a selling deterrent, point, but it's probably a deterrent. But uh, can they anyways, can they hang out with you for an hour if they go and do it? Go to Howardstown and I'll show you Saint Anne's Church and Church's Point, and we'll have a good old time. There you go. You gonna take them on a hayride? <laughs> yes. ATV ride All right, with bourbon cocktail ATV ride yeah there we go <laughs> like, let's not yeah. let's not be drinking bourbon and go riding ATVs that never ends well yeah I'm not driving we'll have a sober driver there we go i will get my dad to be the sober driver <laughs> you got like three guys just like hanging on the ATV just like hugged around each other <laughs> <laughs> this is so much fun fellas your drinks just <laughs> spilling everywhere <laughs> bobbling around the road I need an, I need an ice refill that's right <laughs> All right, Uh, here's actually our last news article. And this one is, it's actually very somewhat, not even kind of, it's somewhat bourbon related, but I thought this was interesting enough that it's kind of tied into bourbon, but this is for anybody that's out there. Maybe you're like me, you work in tech or you work in a position where you can literally work from anywhere in the world. It doesn't really matter. You're just a remote worker. And so here we go. You don't have to be a bourbon fan to appreciate all kentucky's capital city has to offer but if you are and you're also a remote worker and you're ready to relocate well frankfurt actually has an offer you might find hard to refuse frankfurt which is the capital city of kentucky has launched a pilot program aimed at attracting remote workers and their households to the region the incentive offers interested individuals the opportunity to secure five thousand dollars in cash a garden party A Buffalo Trace distillery tour with Bourbon Hall of Famer Freddie Johnson and a Buffalo Trace distillery gift card they can use to snag a bottle at their bourbon. Or sorry, it says of their uh, distillery's covered of bourbon. I was going to say at the gift shop, but I didn't read ahead there. So additionally, the program organizers have coordinated a downtown progressive dinner through the homes of Frankfurt neighbors. Tour through historic Frankfurt with a local legend and Frankfurt native and a welcome basket filled with $300 worth of gift cards to local favorite bars and restaurants. Plus, you also get tickets to summer movie series at the historic Grand Theater and access to breathtaking outdoor venues and activities. Frankfurt is the third community to work with Make My Move, an online marketplace connecting the growing remote worker population with communities across the country, offering relocation incentives. Recruiting remote workers has become many communities' favorite economic development strategy because remote workers bring their jobs and their families with them. They add to the population and the tax base grows. They buy homes, they enroll their kids in schools, and they also take part in local activities and can make relocation decision in weeks or months versus if you were to do this to a larger organization such as a company that could take months to years. Interesting. What if I just want to move to Frankfurt without being? Remote? I don't want to be a remote worker <laughs> from Louisville to Frankfurt. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but I mean, this is this is probably aimed at all those people in Silicon Valley and New York and everything like that too. If, if well, how's the Wi-Fi there? The the first in Frankfurt. Yeah, they better have a bunch of fiber. ramps. So they're gonna. Uh, it's a good call. Attract a bunch of all the Zoom calls will be buffering. <laughs> uh Frankfurt, Kentucky. Let's see. Are they on the map? Oh, I have to, have to check. Uh, <laughs> check back. <later. laughs> no, it's like, I was like to sit there and like check and see if it's like in the service coverage, and I can't tell. I have to like pipe in an address or something like that. I'm not going to worry about it, but. Yeah, I mean it's a good idea. I mean, heck, you said five thousand dollars cash. Okay, wait, hold on, hold on. So they have fiber and high speed internet service in Frankfurt, delivering up to five gig speeds. So yes, they do have they do have fiber there. All right, well there you go. You, you can definitely work remote. You can be a master spreadsheeter from beautiful Franklin, Kentucky. Frankfurt, or sorry, Frankfurt. Get it, uh, get it together. <laughs> I mean, I had on my mind because I'm shipping a package there tonight. <laughs> but um, yeah, and you can maybe see Andy Bashir or something, you know, walking around the Capitol. I don't know. Harlem Wheatley, you go popping him somewhere. Something like that. I don't know. Maybe you could be a lobbyist for us on the, you know, it's like we, we need a part-time lobbyist there. So you can go and you can do your day job and then we'll 1099 you and we'll just send you there to make sure that you can make sure NDPs are getting all the same rules and regulations that all the big boys are getting. We'll give you t-shirts and, uh, and maybe (laughs) a koozie Half half open bottles of whiskey. (laughs) And a bunch of sample bottles that I rejected. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, how could you say no? Yep. I mean, that's, we'll we'll come up, we don't have a root beer. So Freddie's got us beat on that. He does. He does. But like I said, we'll give you half open bottles of whiskey. And I think, You can trust us. It's not tampered with. That's right. But, all right. Well, that's going to do it for Bourbon, or actually Bourbon Bourbon News, but stick around. We got Bourbon Release News coming up. If you're anything like me, then you can't get enough about bourbon. And that's why I'm a subscriber to Bourbon Plus Magazine. Bourbon Plus is a quarterly publication that tells the stories from the heart of bourbon. The farmers who grow the grain the distillers who labor over the process, and the people like you and me who raise their glasses to celebrate it all. Subscribe to Bourbon Plus magazine today at bourbonplus.com, that's P-L-U-S dot com, and use code PURSUIT at checkout for $5 off your subscription. Shopify's already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point-of-sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. From TikTok to Instagram and beyond, and get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone. Transform your tablet into a point of sale system, or use Shopify's point of sale Go Mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning twenty-four-seven help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a one-dollar-per-month trial period at Shopify.com/Bourbon, all lowercase, and go to Shopify.com/Bourbon to take your retail business the next level today, Shopify.com/Bourbon. Hey everybody, Bourbon release news time, and it's kind of surprising. We got we got a few ones to talk about here, so let's go ahead and let's dive into it. So Luxrow, they're announcing two new of Ryan's favorite word variants into the <laughs> Ezra. do love the variants. Like, <laughs> I just don't. Why don't you like the word variant? Because it just brings me back to COVID. It's like, variant this, variant that. And it's like, God bless. You know, anyways. Yeah, true. All right. So the two new variants in the Ezra Brooks brand family. <laughs> See, I, I think we're like, I, I need to get a new vaccine. Or... <laughs> <laughs> Did you get your booster? <laughs> yeah. All right. So you have the Ezra Brooks 99 straight rye whiskey and a newly reformulated Ezra Brooks bourbon cream. Both will reach retail shelves across the country later this month at a suggested retail price of $25 for the Ezra Brooks Straight Rye Whiskey and $22 for the Ezra Brooks Bourbon Cream. The Ezra Brooks 99 Straight Rye Whiskey has a 51% rye mash bill, and Ezra Brooks Bourbon Cream is still made using all-natural cream and Kentucky Straight Bourbon, but is now bottled at 33 proof, one of the highest proof levels of any offering in the bourbon cream category. Oh, nice. Nice. Get a really it's like uh Buzz Coffee. Yeah. Um, I do like bourbon creams. I'm not gonna lie. I've been making espresso martinis with bourbon, bourbon cream, and then instead of using vodka, and they're good, man. Like do a shot of espresso, um half ounce of simple syrup, bourbon cream, and then the bourbon, and an ounce of bourbon. Shake it all up with ice, strain it. It is a good drink. Get your uppers and downers all in one drink there. <laughs> that's right. Speedball. <laughs> Let's go. I'm ready for bed. <laughs> they they'll, they'll get you going, but that's a smart move by them. That's hitting they're going to hit that on premise with those price points, you know very well. Yeah, 25 so to a bar that's like 12 15 bucks. So, I mean, they will uh crush it with those yeah, the bourbon cream thing I find super interesting. And I think that's something that we should potentially think about as as we continue down this path as well. Because when we we talk to other producers about bourbon cream, a lot of people say that's one of their top sellers out of a gift shop. And, yeah. And, Americans like sweet shit. <laughs> I know. But, I mean, it's – I don't know. Because I'm not of a – well, I don't really have – I don't drink coffee too much, so I don't really need bourbon cream. Uh, and if I was drinking coffee in the morning, I'm probably, probably not adding bourbon cream to it anyway. Um, I, I don't know. I, I'd love to kind of hear what people are doing with a lot of bourbon cream. If you are one of those people that are buying a lot of it, just I'm curious to kind of figure out what. what if you're a bourbon cream connoisseur. <laughs> like, getting buzzed every Sunday morning like it's we got to go to church. Man, that'd be a, it's a lot of calories to get buzzed on 33 proof <laughs> uh, bourbon cream. <laughs> but. True. I mean, really, there's not a ton of them. You know, it's like you had the Buffalo Trace one, then you had the Barton one, and then you had the Flatboat. And Hard Truth came out with theirs, which is, I think that one's the best. I think the Hard Truth one. Um, cause it's like a maple bourbon cream. And, uh, other than that, I don't know of other, any other ones. So now, well, I mean, all sudden, what do you next, mean everybody has Next weekend. And- I mean, it's, there's so many people with a bourbon cream out there. I mean, there's all the craft distilleries and everything like that. There's there's a lot of them that have it at their local gift shops. Oh well, <laughs> I guess I don't go. Until... Sorry, I, I'm laughing because Nathaniel White in the the comments is saying that you can call it pursuit full cream. <laughs> so we'll have our light mix our light bourbon with our full cream for the perfect balance of light and fullness. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. Let's see. Brian says bourbon cream and bourbon. I mean, I guess that would make sense. Shake it, pour it over ice, then top it with root beer. Okay. Yeah. I think I've seen Freddie do that concoction. That's um, pretty tasty. I've had that. It's like, if your bourbon cream doesn't have enough bourbon, you just add more bourbon. Oh yeah. I def- I always spike my bourbon cream. <laughs> oh, Old Elk has a bourbon cream. See, I told you. Nuked. As soon as you yeah, start thinking right. about it, literally everybody has one. There's uh, some strange name. It's like, nuku or something Noku. yes that's true and it came in little little shot cans uh i didn't have the shotgun i had a whole bottle they sent me a whole bottle okay i had i had like a little four pack or six pack of i don't know they were little mini shot cans of that something like that yeah well yeah i I like the the heart shirt because it's like got the maple with the bourbon cream it, it just gives it some extra like umph. How long do you think that I sh- like that toasted coconut cream? That stuff's that is really good. good. That is good. Hard truth's doing something good there. What, what do you think the shelf life on something like that is? Like can you is the is a Ooh. bourbon cream can it locked? I think it's pretty because it's is it pasteurized does don't pasteurize know. mean anything? It's like, pasteurized, so all the funk's been got out of there. All the bugs. Yeah. I think it's pretty long. Okay. I've I've had bourbon creams in my fridge and still use them. For, I think when we got, when we go to Hard Truth last summer, 2018. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, 20, <laughs> yeah. I made some espresso martinis with it a couple weeks ago. And I didn't die. So it doesn't come out in chunks. I, I did have a hangover, but it wasn't because of that. <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> right. Maybe. <laughs> All right. Well, if we know that 33, it, 33 proof is the new bar. Well, we'll let's go ahead and let's come out and let's beat that. We'll, bourbon cream, foolproof. We'll, uh, <laughs> that's right. 70 70 proof bourbon cream octane cream yeah <laughs> you're like you just need a half a cup of coffee that's right all right let's keep going all right, enough cream enough cream talk jack daniels they're introducing jack daniels single barrel proof rye whiskey as the newest member of its single barrel collection Available now across the U.S., Jack Daniels Barrel Proof Rye is bottled straight from the barrel and offered at proof points ranging between 125 and a staggering 145. Jack Daniels Rye Whiskey has a grain bill of 70% rye, 18% corn, and 12% malted barley. It's charcoal mellowed before aging in new, handmade American white oak barrels. And only specially selected barrels aged at the highest reaches of barrel warehouses and producing whiskey with deeper colors and flavors are selected for this single barrel collection. Jack Daniels single barrel-proof rye is available in 750 ml bottles for a suggested retail price of $60. I do love Jack Daniels um rye whiskey. It's uh it's pretty good. But I do love the I feel like every bourbon release is now a young author's like book. <laughs> like this. I, it's like from the highest and deepest level of color, a lot of adjectives these days. It's like, <laughs> hey, how much more embellished can you make it? Yeah. It's like, and it'll get you drunk. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I Well, there's, I mean, I'll, I'll put it out there. Y'all like, I, I am not one to be able to come up with romantic stories. So chat GPT does help. You start feeding it stuff and it will oh it's incredible it will it will help you develop these stories and i have used it already for some press releases i kid you not so if you see me coming out with press releases just know that there's some ai behind there to make all that stuff happen it's amazing cuz i know what i want to say but like my grammar cuz i'm a redneck from bardstown is not the best so like when i try to articulate G, the whatever apt or Chat, whatever gpt GP, <laughs> You plug it in there and it makes it sound really polished and nice. It's uh I wish I had that in high school or college. I mean, I think it's well, A, you don't need that in high school or college because they're already trying to figure out ways of not being able to grade papers and trying to figure out if it's AI written and stuff like that. So that's already becoming they're kinda of, they're sniffing that one out already. So they're gonna use AI to see if it's AI. Well, <laughs> I guess kinda. <laughs> it, but I mean, when you think about this, it's like you know, there's, there's so many PR companies out there and this is what they do. They write press releases and all this. And I'm just like, right. Oh, is that we, a dying industry? I mean, I, I literally just go to chat GPT and I'm, I go, Hey, I've got a new bourbon release. It's got these two or three, four different things that are new about it. Write me a press release and it'll do it. And then I can go through and you can edit things and it can be like, Oh, the quote means this by master blender, Ryan, or whatever it is. So it's so easy to do it now. Wait, so I didn't quote it. <laughs> no, you don't. Have you ever quoted anything in a press release? I don't know. I don't read those things. <laughs> <laughs> You're in every single one that's come out, and it says it says Ryan Cecil, but I I do it for you. Oh, thank you. If you didn't know that, that's that's actually how a lot of press releases are written. So when you see a lot of the stuff that's, uh, you know, coming through here, and it's like, oh. Jimmy Russell or you know whoever said this like they didn't say that like somebody wrote that now it might have crossed their desk and they go uh huh checkbox that's fine go ahead and run with it but yeah they're not actually I thought that they don't actually say that <laughs> heck no dude there's there's companies that go and re- they write all this stuff for us and and if they'll go and they can have a final sign off and maybe they might may make an editor too but you no, know, there's somebody that that writes all this they're not they don't just send a message to brent elliott at four Roses and say hey we need a quote for this new release like they don't do that like they write it for him. well i mean it sounds like we do that so (laughs) and 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 by the way i am putting words in in the mouth. so if if somebody from four roses wants to be like no he actually does it i'll be like okay fine he he might actually do it but uh that's typically the way pr companies work or they could be like yeah we use chad gbd (laughs) <laughs> we were using that two years ago. <laughs> All right, here we go. Keep going. So Kentucky Senator Bourbon is set to unveil its fourth release of Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. And this one's named after U.S. Senator John Sherman Cooper of Somerset in Pulaski County. Aged eight years, this bourbon is 107 proof with a mash bill of 75% corn, 21%. Is that how long he was in office? <laughs> I don't know. Could be. <laughs> uh, 75, 21, 4 and Kentucky Senator Spirits will distribute approximately a 1,000 bottles of this 2023 limited edition small batch bourbon to be sold at a suggested retail price of $135. No way. Get out of here. Yep. Eight. How old? Eight years. Oh, it's eight years. Okay. All right. But still. <laughs> you're like, because you're trying to be like, wait, we've got some 75214 and it's like four years old. Yeah. I, I do like these bottles to... Because they got the senator, they got other things right, too, like, uh, gosh, what, what's the other one they do? It's all political names. It's it's just senators, isn't it? Just Kentucky I senators. Had... I mean, it doesn't maybe really it have is. a big reach outside of Kentucky. And I mean, to be honest, it doesn't really have a big reach outside of, I don't know. Frankfurt. Frankfurt, <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Yeah, maybe if you move here. Another, here's another attraction. You get <laughs> 8 year <laughs> Senator Bourbon's for... Yeah, so if, if you do get to relocate there, maybe you can school us right, I guess senators. the Senate... Are they U.S. Senators or Kentucky State Senators? I don't know. Just, uh, it just says named after U.S. Senator John Sherman. Oh, well, then he's a U.S. Senator. Yes. Okay. Yeah. A little bit higher gotcha. up him Yeah. All right. Well, let's keep going. Um, I know we talked about this on the Roundtable, which will be released next week, so... Um, if you're looking to see some more hot takes, go ahead and go over there. So Marion Eaves is introducing Forbidden, and it's called The Spirits, the Spirit's Industries' First White Corn and White Winter Wheat Expression of Bold Kentucky Bourbon. Inspired by Southern cooking, Forbidden, Forbidden is the culmination of nearly a decade of work by Eaves to capture the essence of an elegant, mature bourbon achieved by non-traditional low-temperature fermentation. The first release of Forbidden is a small batch, hand-blended, five-year-old bourbon bottled at 95.2 proof. Distilled, aged, and bottled at Bardstown Bourbon Company by Marion Eves, Forbidden will be available initially in these states of Kentucky, Tennessee, Georgia, and South Carolina, or online at bourbonoutfitter.com. The first release will include a highly allocated number of hand-blended bottles along with three single-barrel cast-strength expressions. The small batch is currently on presale for $130. I think this is the one. This is something they put in chat GPT and then fact check it. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, we should, we should edit this out just a little. Bit. We should at least do the timeline and ask a few questions. <laughs> okay. Like, but they forgot to check the timelines. Uh, I do have a few questions about this. I'm sure it's good stuff. Barchtown obviously makes great whiskey. We love them. And, uh, but wasn't Marianne at Castle and Key? And you know, if it's five years old, that would be twenty seventeen, right? Uh, twenty seventeen, like, correct. Well, 2020 because 20, it's. They, I think it's five and a half years old, correct? And so, in May of twenty nineteen is when she announced her departure from Castle and Key. Okay, so, all right, so there's. I'm not speculating anything. I just need. I'm just curious why the discrepancy there. And then B, I'm pretty sure I know of others that have done white corn and like one comes to mind is Lisa Wicker, who's done very similar things um, for years. Um, you remember we released a pursuit series with Finger yeah, Lakes we had that was white corn. Finger Lakes and, and you know, in the press says Kentucky bourbon, whatever, but people have been using white corn and whatever wheat they said for years. And so I'm just like, okay, well, I just want some explanations on this, you know, mm-hmm. but we probably won't get them. And that's fine. We, we won't. Um, and then you've heard on the show before Alan Bishop, uh, he put something out there on Facebook that, that did kind of call this out a little bit talking about the, uh, the low temperature fermentation. He said like, that's, that's not groundbreaking. That's not earth shattering. That's been around forever. And he basically kind of said what we have been saying, that this is just a hawk uh, full of just marketing mumbo jumbo inside here. Yeah. How about back in the day when they didn't have heaters and coolers and it was a cool day and they're like, that's a low temperature fermentation. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. It's February. Or that, that, that's what they had growing was that white corn, you know, next to him. I don't know. This is a, a little, it, it it's just, it's unnecessary. You know, Marianne's very talented. She's a great blender, has done great products. It, it just seems a little too far-fetched and unnecessary, in my opinion, for, to, to just push it to this level of trying to make it this special and unique. And I'm sure the product's great and it's, it's good, but... I, I don't know it, it it just feels like things have gone too far this is like one of those ones where i just i, I just need some answers on i just don't get why it's called forbidden right like why do you want what's to so be forbidden? forbidden about it like i i don't know is it supposed to be like adam and eve like don't eat that tree <laughs> the fruit from that tree <laughs> like yeah that i don't know you're right more more questions come up about it but it, it definitely leaves a lot of like i said open to interpretation on some other things but i guess we'll have to wait and see what it tastes like that's that's when it's going to come down to to see if and this is this is the hard part 95.2 proof at 130 dollars. so we'll have to see if it stands up to that and if it's going to continue to be able to uh be a seller because i mean if if we look at what i mean she was very much involved with sweeten's cove that's what Sweetens Cove did. They came out. They had some $200, 250 thing out of the gate. And then what happened? Dickel stuff. Yep. yep. And then about, what, a year, year and a half later, like, well, pull, pull it back. We need something that's a lot cheaper. And so they came out, I think, in like the sub-75 category or something like that. So, Yeah. I mean, hell, you can go get Kentucky Senator eight-year for uh, 130 bucks. same. So do them side-by-side. There you go. All Barstown Bourbon Company. That's right. Um, but I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I will say though, when we'd had the finger leaks, the finger leaks, white corn, it did taste pretty damn good, but that was a white, oh, white yeah. corn and rye. Uh, this is a white corn and wheat. And as somebody else had put in the comments is uh, Nathan, he says, is this just a two grain? Maybe, uh, there's, that's all it really says. I, I would imagine you need, I don't think so. You need no. some no. Two barley? different mash bills. Well, you wait, it's two different right? mash bills. No. I thought it was two different math bills blended together, right? No. I think it's No. I think it's just a it says white corn and white winter wheat. Now that would you could you could have two grains and that still be fine, but typically you need malted barley in there to provide enzymes to help break it down and stuff like that, right? Right, Master Distiller? Right. So Well, you don't have to have that, but it helps for sure. Yeah. Um because you don't have to have that because you have you know, Woodenville doing like hundred percent rise and stuff like that, but so you don't have to have the 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 barley there, but it does definitely helps. Okay, help break down those sugars. There we go. See, it's uh, it's already paying dividends that that Moonshine University. <laughs> That's right. Five day certificate. <laughs> All right, here we go. Our last one. So for the first time, Jim Beam is bringing its two hundred twenty seven years of whiskey making expertise and excellence. To the American single malt whiskey category with the launch of Clermont Steep. And this has been developed by Freddie No, eighth generation master distiller of the Fred B. No Distillery. And this venture into an emerging category explores the full potential of a single grain, American malted barley. With little to no definition in the American single malt category, Noe developed his own defining guidelines, making intentional product production, sorry, intentional production choices to celebrate the flavor of this single grain at every step of development. Claremont Steep is a 5-year-old liquid distilled and aged in Claremont, Kentucky, and matured in bespoke barrels. Claremont Steep is a whiskey steeped in influence from both process and place. Just as single malt couldn't exist without steeping the grain, the whiskey couldn't exist without Claremont, Kentucky, the soul the place of Jim Beam, and the heartland of American distilling culture. No and his team hand-selected the American malted barley for the mash and used Beam family jug yeast in the natural fermentation process. It's the same yeast that is used in all Beam products, adding a sense of familiarity in every sip. The single malt was then distilled on a column still and aged for five years in barrels that were toasted, then quickly charred to a char level of one. The launch of Clermont Steep marks a significant Mm. milestone in the American whiskey landscape as Jim Beam, the world's largest producer of bourbon, takes a stake in the rapidly growing segment that has yet to be fully explored. This will be available beginning in June of 2023. It's 94 proof and has a price tag of $60. Very interesting, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, Cuz we might have to come, come around, around to this. Always like like we might have to just start sucking up and be like this is this might be a thing now. Well, if we can find something that I think tastes good, me, I'm <laughs> all for it. But I've yet to find many single malts where I'm like, hell yeah, this is what I want to drink all the time. What if we put uh, it in a sherry barrel? Is that okay then? What if we put in a cream? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> single malt cream. Oh my God, we, that, you're right. That's what, that's what we're missing. Like, Who needs bourbon cream? We can do single malt cream. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like Fred's used... Uh, Some single malt whiskeys and some of his Booker the or sorry little books. Um, So I'm not surprised by this, and it seems to be like a growing trend. I don't know that it'll necessarily be a like. I don't think it'll necessarily like be the next big thing by any means. I think it's just like a fun like another expression they can capture another segment of the market because like in Colorado, I mean they absolutely love single malts in rye whiskey and they like bourbon, but not as much as those two. But so there's dirt, certain part of the countries. I think single malt definitely appeals to. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is, I think the cool thing about this is that for us, we've been seeing this cause we've been so laser focused on bourbon. So we've just now kind of seen the rise of this probably in the past six months to maybe a year and a half. But I mean, there's somebody inside of those walls that kind of saw this happening Five, six, seven years ago, and said, We should probably go ahead and start thinking about this. And so, they're, like I said, they're a bit ahead of the curve on it. So, it's really good to see that. And I think you're going to see a lot of the bigger distillers come out inside of this category just because it's, it's, I mean, it's not, you know, you're not hedging your bets on it, but you're spreading your risk. Like, you're, if they have the ability, you can create one of everything if they want to. So, they might as well do it and just take up more product space on the shelf. Yeah. There's definitely a, there's definitely a market out there for it. So that's why they're doing it. And, you know, brands like, you know, even just like strand of hands and, you know, what's the one Westward, um, West Westland, Westland. Westward. Yeah. West- there's it's, it's an, it's a West. I know that. Yeah. They, they, you know, grown in popularity. So there's, there's definitely a mind share out there to grab. just don't know if it's as big, but you know, it's, it's definitely a market out there for it. So, and, Somebody's had to be producing this for a while because rare character has Kentucky single malls that are like seventeen years old. So I, I have a feeling <laughs> Beam or somebody's been doing this for a while. So <laughs> they were like, all right, "Get rid of this crap," and then all of a sudden they're like, "Wait, wait, wait! Bring like, it oh, back! No, bring, no, no, no! Bring, bring it bring back, back! Bring it back! Bring it back!" <laughs> yeah, Pablo put in a cool ass bottle and selling it like crazy. We need to crown our <laughs> dude, Pablo. I I gotta give a shout out to Pablo, man. He is like done. With the Amberana thing and this single malt, Kentucky single malt, uh, he's got big companies doing what he came out with. That's fast. That's amazing. Shout out to Pablo, rare character. That's awesome. We got to get him on the podcast. Well, let's see if we can. Add. Oh, we do. Let's, let's go yeah, ahead. He's we'll, traveling in suitcase. Yeah, <laughs> let's let's add him to the next next round of interviews. Uh, we actually had that. Plus, we got I got a message from the president of the American Single Malt Whiskey Association. And so we're probably going to do that. And- We'll we'll talk single malts. We'll we'll give it a go, (laughs) which is which is strange because I hate amberana and single malts, but (laughs) it is fascinating. And he from a business standpoint, you know, from a business standpoint, how he was smart enough and saw this opportunity. So good job, Pablo, for sure, for sure. Uh, And then shout out to Nathaniel White in the chat. He goes, you just got to come out with pursuit amberana American single malt market cornered. Then honey and name it a Brazilian country. Yes. Good. Or not country city. <laughs> it, was like, it was like Brazil is the country. I don't know. Uh, whatever. Uh, uh, Chile. Uh, Chile. About that? Chat, Chat GBT let me down. There you go. And well, then say, say it was the first, I don't know, distilled something and now it's forbidden in Brazil. <laughs> 150 bucks. <laughs> this is illegal in 50 countries. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You can't have this single malt, in i right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's going to do it for this week in bourbon. Cheers, everybody. We'll see you next week. Toodles.